Sal Capaccio, Bill's sideline reporter for WGR, joining us on the WBEN Trocare College Live Line. The Bills coming out of the bye week at 6-6. Six and six. Yesterday in the NFL, games were played. And Sal, what did you see that could help or hurt the Bills? Well, good morning to all of you. Um, it was kind of a mixed bag of results, but I think more good than bad for the Bills. Um, let's start with the bad. The Indianapolis Colts get, you know, a gift of missed extra point by the Titans. It goes to overtime and then they wind up winning. That was the game right there for the Titans. It would have been great if the Titans would have won, but now the Colts win. They're seven and five. That was the bad for the Bills. The good is the Pittsburgh Steelers lose a game at home to the Arizona Cardinals, only the Cardinals' third win overall. And the other good is the Cleveland Browns lose at the L.A. Rams. So the Steelers and the Browns both lose. That's good for the Bills. The Colts win. That's bad. And then you could say whatever you want about the Texans-Broncos game. That could You could make an argument either way. And this, these things are going to happen now going forward. You're going to have games every week where it kind of doesn't matter either way. You'd rather neither team win, but one has to. Yeah, uh, a lot of these games, you look at a play, I don't know if you're a huge fan of uh, playing with the ESPN playoff simulator uh, sale, but it uh, takes up a lot of my Monday morning just uh, mm-hmm. sorting through all the scenarios and what could happen. It just seems like, as it stands right now, if the Bills win out, they have a really good shot at making the playoffs. They just have to go out and do it. Does it look easier to do after Kansas City's game last night? Yeah, well, let me start with a couple things. First of all, what about the New York Times playoff machine? You ever use that one, Brian? That one's maybe even better because that, that'll get you further down the rabbit hole. It gives percentages on each game as I, you go forward. Sal, I've used it too is. many times, and now I'm locked out <laughs> unless I pay for it. Wow. All right. Well, there you go. Then you, you, you are truly looking into it and going down the rabbit hole. So listen, if the Bills went out, they're making the playoffs. I mean, they're one game out, and there's five games left. If they go 5-0, and oh, you're not getting – Three, four other teams going five and zero, oh, I mean, or even four and one. Uh, some teams are going three and two, two and three. The Bills are getting in if they go. I think if the Bills go four and one, they're in. I don't think they have to run the table. Now the key would be if they went four and one. You know, you could afford the one loss, maybe being the home game against the Cowboys. That's non-conference. You don't want that. It's Dallas here in Buffalo. You love to beat them. But my point is, you know, because of conference tiebreakers, you want to try and win all those conference games. You have all conference games except that Dallas game. Um, you look at the schedule. You're right. Look at the Kansas City Chiefs. They have not played well in offense this year. Again, last night, they struggle. They lose to the Green Bay Packers. That was also another good game for the Bills, a good result. Now, you're probably not going to catch the Chiefs, but I would say, if the Bills, think about this for a second, if the Bills beat the Chiefs Sunday, the Bills are a half game behind Kansas City with four games to play. They could wind up catching them, which is incredible. But yes, I look at the schedule going forward. Um, even Even the Cowboys, who've looked incredible at times this year, you know, when they've played really good offenses, they've had teams score on them, and the Seattle Seahawks did. So it is possible the Bills can go 5-0. and It's not likely. It's just the way the nature of the beast. Sean McDermott is undefeated coming off a bye since 2017 when he became a head coach, guys. Um, he has never lost outside the bye. And he, the Bills generally have a very good December record under Sean McDermott. You know, I have to say, going into the bye, I felt the glass was half empty. Listening to you right now, I feel like it's half full. I love it. That's I'm bringing optimism to you this morning after the bye week. That's what the holiday spirit is all about, bringing some positivity and some optimism, Susan. But you should think that way. Look, I mean, the, the last two games, what, what, what we know about the Bills is, at least what we've seen the last two games, it feels like their offensive you know, scoring issues are a little fixed. They've averaged 33 points against two really good defenses, Jets 32, Eagles 34. But they're still making critical mistakes at critical times. They did against the Eagles. If they play 
against the Chiefs like they did against the Eagles, they should win the game. But it's those critical mistakes that wind up hurting them. Same thing with the Cowboys. And they have to be able to get a stop or two on defense when the time comes. And that has also not happened. Now, the other thing is I don't love this late buy. Generally, like, okay, good, get a buy later in the year. I think around the middle of the season is the right time. But the one good thing it affords them is they can get a little bit healthier. So they should be healthy pretty much going into Kansas City. We'll see about Dawson Knox. Um, he's the guy that, you know, he's kind of was eligible to come back. They didn't come back. Maybe that extra week helped. Maybe he'll come back. That would help. And we'll see about Daquan Jones, which would be a great, great addition to the defense. But uh, Sean McDermott said they could get him back by the end of the year, but it might be a little too early for that. That uh, would be incredible and uh, maybe a surprise to a lot of fans there. So looks like the Bills might have a decision to make with Von Miller. Um, it, it's a lot unknown about his situation and everything that happened. Would they just simply not dress Von Miller until more information comes out or until this is played out? Or is this a situation where, look, there's a lot we don't know, there's a lot we might never know, or it could be over in the eyes of everybody else and we just have to go about our business? What do you see happening? I think all those options are on the table, Brian. Um, We'll hear from Sean McDermott later in the week. As of right now, I don't... um, I don't... uh, uh, I know have the I'm just looking on sorry I'm looking at I don't have the Bills actual schedule you know yet today I don't know if they're going to meet via Zoom they usually do on Monday but that's after a game so my my sense is maybe not until Wednesday we won't hear from anybody when we go down to the facility all that is on the table the other part that is on the table which it's not always used but there's a thing called the commissioner's exempt list that would basically say Von Miller does not count on the roster um, they don't have to count his roster spot but he can't play uh, the commissioner would basically say he's exempt while uh, we investigate and do that. I think that would be an option. As of right now, I think everything is on the table. All those things you mentioned, um, him not being active is possible. Uh, him being active and the investigations going on while they work through it is possible. Commissioner's exempt list is possible. We don't know. I mean, what's going to happen here? What we're going to find out as the week goes on. How much of a distraction do you think that incident last week is going to be for the team? You know, I would say it, it generally is not. Um, it's not something you want to deal with, right? But everybody's got their own job to do, right? I mean, you go to practice, what is happening with Von Miller isn't going to impact how you practice individually. It shouldn't practice how you impact how you practice as a team. I'm sure that, you know, players are concerned about that situation um, and, you know, what where it's going to go. And But... The only distraction would be, honestly, us, right? The media. We, we have to ask, ask questions about it. So we're going to ask. We'll ask players. We'll ask coaches. They're going to have to answer questions. That part of it can be a distraction in its own right. I don't think it affects your preparation on the field, though. It's not something that's happening while they're in the moment, while they're preparing, going through their game plan, going through their meeting. So, and look, this is, this is professional football. Um, maybe not to the level of this, obviously. These are serious allegations. But professional teams go through... Lots and lots of things throughout the course of a season, preseason, where they can be distracted, but they all know they have a job to do. Well, Sal, big week, to say the least, to coming up for the Bills. Sal, thank you. Sal Capaccio is joining us on the Trocare College Live Line. You can hear him on the call this weekend. Bills and Chiefs, looking forward to that game. 425 kickoff uh, right down the dial on WGR.